once I started my business, like a year in, I started learning way more about sustainability because I had just been in it for the fun and the fashion. And I was like, I love this so much. But then once you're in a niche, it's kind of like, I don't know, you start to take in all of this information that not everyone who's not involved in that niche would know about, you know, it's not just something you find out while you're walking down the street. So I started digging and I'd find these things and talk with other people who were vintage store owners. And I've learned so much about sustainability and just the fashion industry in our world and how much pollution it can cause. But I I was going, okay, well, now I'm kind of torn because I have this dream. I want to be able to create this and I love fashion, but I also, I'm going to feel a little dirty if I'm just adding to that. Hey, it's Margot Tantow here. Welcome to Windowsill Chats, a podcast for creatives and the creatively curious. I am so glad you're here. I've spent decades working with artists and being one myself. I've spent time in the trenches, figuring out the best way to get something made, how to put oneself out there, how to get your work noticed, and pull yourself up and face the next challenge. Windowsill Chats brings you creativity from a global perspective as I talk in depth to friends I've met along the way. I'm here to bring their stories to you as well as a few of my own and see if there's anything you can pull out for yourself. Maybe a laugh, something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine and join me over in my sunny windowsill. today in my sunny windowsill. It might be a little cloudy, but let's call it sunny. I have just a delicious episode for you today talking to my friend Abby Trujillo. And Abby is someone that, well, I might even say I stalked her a little bit online. I found her through watching her reels way a long time ago. And they just, you guys, they're some of my very favorites. They make me laugh. I find her fascinating and compelling. She's so good at it. And she she makes reels not be cookie cutter at all. They're very her. And so I thought, who is this woman? And I want to get to know her and I want you guys to know her too. And she's also very good about commenting. I'm sure she has a lot of people uh, following her and commenting, but she's really good about commenting back. So we got to know each other a bit. And I bring you today, Abby, a little bit about Abby. She is a vintage lover. She has had a wonderful online and in-person company called The Peach Vintage, and that's where you can find her online. She has stepped back from that a bit to allow herself to do some other things. At the same time, she was doing um, a fantastic um, sustainable in-house label where she was making clothes from sustainable fabrics and recycled fabrics. And that was delicious. But I love too that Abby is one of those people that pays attention to her gut and her heart and what is happening. So she is working on chapter next and pulling back on some of those things and pushing forward some other things that matter. 
Abby wears a Stetson Highwayman hat really well. She has a background in theater, which I think is why she makes such good reels and tells such fantastic stories. She has lived in Manchester, England. She is a flower whisperer. She shares slow fashion and general enthusiasm. She lives on the Gulf Coast with her husband and adorable daughter, and they eat a lot of cookies. And she has, thank you very much, Abby, a really fantastic reels course that is very bite-sized, easy to handle. And I bought it right away when, when I found out a bit because I love her reels so much. So Abby Trujillo, you can find her at peachvintage.com and the peach vintage on Instagram. Go check her out. She's a delight. And here's more from Abby right now. I'm so glad you're here, Abby. You know, I think when you're, when you have a, I don't know, an image or a brand or a, something that you've created online and a lot of people know you, I feel like I know you. Oh, we don't know each other at all, but you just show up in the best way. Oh my gosh. That's so nice of you to say. I feel like I know you too. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just was like, I can't believe we haven't done this before, but also it's just still like, I don't know if that will ever wear off the hearing you say like, and a lot of people know you because it does. I'm sure you get this. Like when it's a digital form of people knowing you, you still are just like living your regular life. And so you don't, you feel like the people who know you are still just the same, like your neighbors and your family. But then every once in a while it hits you that there's 30,000 people watching whatever random thing you put up. It's wild, isn't it? I, and I do, I honestly, I, I do the same thing. I don't listen to my episodes again. I feel like we're sitting down, we're having this great chat. Like we would, if we met a coffee shop and I, maybe I think about a few things that I love that we chatted about, but then I don't think about the fact that there's thousands of people listening all around the world. It's kind of very, thank you very much for listening. And it's very, I'm very grateful, but I just don't really, it's a mind blowing sort of thing. It's it's a hard concept to really like grasp. That's, oh, especially because it's after you've had this conversation, I'm sure too, you know, you're like, you're thinking about, wow, that was so great to meet up with them. And then later, all of these people are replaying exactly what you've said. And that's just, that's mind boggling. And I do love it when people, it's meant something to someone or they've gotten something out of it and they share that with me. Um, And for you, you know, so because you're just every day and I have a couple of things about your reels. I, there's, there's just a few people that I'm like, I've got to catch up. I've got to see what she's doing today because I just feel like you're so personable. And I know you have a theater. Well, you've, you've told us yes. <laughs> you have a theater background, yes. which I, do you think that helps? I do. I really do. Because I think that it, it makes you already, I don't know. I grew up thinking about the audience. I also was very much that girl, just like in my childhood too, just, I want to show everyone this dance that I made up and I want everyone to watch me doing all of these things. I, my family still teases me because they're like, oh, we know exactly who, who Abby is, but now it's like everybody else is seeing because I'm like, oh, you'll watch me too. Okay. I'll do this for you. <laughs> I love that. Well, you're, you're the perfect person for it then. And it, one of the things you do that I love is you, you, you fill the frame in a way that a lot of people don't. I feel like a lot of people set the camera back and, you know, kind of do their thing and, and you, you vary it too, but often you're like sitting right next to the person and talking to them. And I just, I think that's so effective. I just, I love how you do that. I'm glad to hear that because I think that's probably honestly come 
from something, I don't know, something that I didn't think about because until now, now I have these cute glasses that I you feel do. like represent my personality. You're a glasses girl. You get me. It, like, <laughs> it has to represent the rest of who you are, you know? And so when I'm not wearing my glasses, I feel like I go up close to the screen because I'm like, I will have to squint and be like, is this even a good? So I'm like, it probably came from me not are seeing well. Are we on? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I'm like, does this make sense to everyone else? Because I can't see a thing. So that's probably where it came from. That's really funny. It's good though. And, and plus your love of vintage, I share completely. And, and so often I think I was trying to think last night, like what was the first reel that I saw of yours? It was way back kind of in the beginning of reels, I think, which, you know, lucky, lucky me, I've gotten to follow along, but, but I think also it was because I, to, to, any time of day, any time of day and light, night, like your last one, you get out of the car and you're like, hey, I get oh to go in the store. That's exactly <laughs> how many of us who love to, you know, vintage shop or thrift shop or junk around feel like right yes. now, Saturday morning here every other weekend. If you were here, Abby, we would be in line right now. At the, oh, hundred percent. At the estate sale place. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's been the most fun of it is just like, I think that's probably the most fun of social media, at least in the last couple of years, it's become so much more about like relatability rather than, oh my word, your life is so perfect. I'm watching so I could vicariously live that. Instead, Mm -hmm. it's more like, oh my gosh, wait, you're just like me. You know, I feel like that's probably, that's my favorite part is like, I, I started doing these things and then being like, wait, I'm not the only one. Like other people do this too. And that means that I could have friends I wouldn't have even known about who want to do this with me, you know? That is such a good point. I love that. More about relatability and less about, you know, viewing through the lens. I I totally agree. And I hadn't really thought about it that way, but you know, the, I'd say the creative community, whatever that is, whatever, whatever your kind of niche of it is, it is so fun to say, oh my gosh, I want that too. Or I have that. Or you I, yeah, you guys, you just have to go watch because I'm going to reference things. <laughs> You're going to be like, what real was that? But the pink dress, the pink dress. Oh, yes. So yesterday, Abby came on her, and I love it too, because you're such a storyteller and you do it so well. And sometimes, and I'll, I digress, but then you're telling your stories of like driving to Wisconsin or whatever, you know, oh, you're, yes. you're hilarious. So but yesterday you. She, you, you have somebody that's, you like their style, you admire their style. You had something on your, on your pin board of a certain dress that she had. You went vintage shopping. You kind of said, okay, I'm going to find this thing. And you found the cutest kind of pink satiny slip dress with the most crazy cool hem situation going on. Okay. Right. Like I have never seen that hem before. I, I really also, can we just pause and say that it literally looks just like the dress she had in the picture? It does. I, I was not even planning on pink. You know, I'm like, I don't know. I'll just go for what I can find. And then everything I was finding was way too, I don't know. It was way more lingerie, you know, it was like too see-through or something. And this, I was like, how, I had never been to that thrift store before, by the way. And now I'm like, I'm going back, but oh yeah. Oh, that dress. I'm loving that this is going to be played in the future because truly (laughs) I will be wearing it for the first time tomorrow on a date with my husband. And he has not seen it because I've been like, no, I'm, I'm going to surprise you. I'm excited. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. But you know, that's, that's us getting specific and maybe it'll make you want to go see what Abby's up to. But those are the things that, and I, I just want to say if, if you're thinking about reels people and you haven't done it yet, I hope this conversation is permission, especially what you said before, it's about finding people that like to do what you do. So 
if you just show people what you're doing that you like to do, whether that's mixing paint up or thrift shopping or, you know, finding a new park with your kids, whatever that is, then you're, you're eventually going to attract people that are liking that very same thing. Yes. I, I really think I'm so thankful that social media has gravitated that way because I feel like that's probably what is saving at least Instagram. I feel like that's what's saving Instagram. Yeah. Like it, oh could, it has been around for a long time and it could have died off because it was so much about perfection and like mm-hmm. creating this perfect image. And now it's more about actually, this is exactly how I am. And so the people who are just like me like that because it's not about being perfect. It's like, oh, no, I'm just like you. You know, I hadn't really thought about that either because I watch Adam Masseri and here's what's new on Instagram this week. And I hadn't really thought about the fact that a reel makes you be who you are. You there, you can't hide. You can't hide. You no. there you are. <laughs> no, no, you really can't. And I have noticed, I mean, not there's always like exceptions, but I have sure. noticed that the ones that are more just perfectly curated, I know, I don't want to say they don't do as well, but it's, it's like, you have to be specifically seeking out that you want to watch something like that rather right. than these imperfect kind of bad lighting, like spur of the moment reels that people are doing, because those are the ones that catch you. Yeah. Have you checked recently on what you're most watched, like what those huge numbers are? Cause you had had a couple go viral. I, yes, I have. I, my biggest one, uh, is like, was it the one where you were two people, like you were two guys watching yourself carry the thing in the house. Was that, that one that, was pretty big. That was my first like biggest one ever. And that one was like one or 2 million, which sounds Jeez. so pious saying it like that. It's one or 2 million, but, uh, <laughs> but it's, but the, the facts. It, it's true. I still can't get over that. I'm like that, that is incomprehensible, but I've had just a couple right around that point. Another one was that little mantra that I had no idea that so many people needed to hear that. So Abby was, it looked like you were having a day and you were just in the car and you were, you had this little thing, like, I'm, I'm not perfect, but I'm okay. That I'm not, I can't, I didn't memorize it, but (laughs) I was, it was just, it was one of those things that was so real. Again, I have to repeat your, I just love your realness, Abby. I love it so much. And it's so, it was just, it was giving you permission. You were having a moment. It wasn't a good one, but you were sharing it in a way where actually, I think you said that you made it, it was just a video and people said, please make this a reel or there was something like that. And then yeah. I was scrolling as one does. And I was suggested by Instagram to use this reel and it had all these people using it. And and I didn't really stick to it for very long, but then I was like, wait, that was Abby's voice. And right. I went back and it was that one and some famous people and some, it was, it, these things happen. Yes. And, and it's really crazy because it's also out of your control. Like I didn't do anything special right. to make that happen. You know, <laughs> I'm like, like I just, you placed an ad or did exactly. a marketing campaign. No, it's not it, like it wasn't sponsored. I, I don't know. It's so <laughs> insane that that took off. But th- once again, it's just because it's real. It's just relatable, yeah. you know, Be- yeah. because apparently that ties famous people and your everyday stay at home mom like me to yep. the same feelings, you know, I love that. So I to switch gears a little bit or to not switch, but to include the fact that you had a wonderful business in a place and then you moved. So it went online. So tell us a little bit about kind of 
how that happened. And then now how many more eyes are in front of what you do? Yes. Oh my word. It has been the craziest journey. So, so my shop has been around for over just over four years. Um, and I started it as just doing vintage resale because I was finding all these wonderful things, but they would be either not my size or I already had one. And I was like, somebody else is going to not know how great this thing is, you know? So I was like, I will grab it and show you how awesome it is. And I started doing that out of our little, uh, studio apartment in Utah in Salt Lake city. And it was so much fun and it was just for me to do. And then it grew, um, to me having bigger budgets to be able to have more stuff, finding more things and finding a slightly bigger audience, all local in Utah, um, participating in some pop-up markets and things like that. But I did it all through my own website and through Instagram online, kind of from the start, I would do these pop-ups, which I loved more because people could feel the fabrics and like try them on, you know, but I was doing everything through my website and then it's spring of 2020 and everything has to go online rather than in person. And I kind of didn't realize what a blessing it would already be that I was already doing that. You know, I didn't really have to, as far as that went, make many changes. I I had a lot of, like, we, we had a little section in a store downtown Salt Lake and they had to start figuring out how to put all their stuff online. And my stuff was already online. And I was like, Mm. wow, that's, it was, it was a really big blessing. It was a relief because that was such a hard time for everyone. And, but it was nice that at least that aspect of business, I was like, okay, this part, I don't have to freak out about. This is already on here. And as far as moving, that helped a lot too, because I, I did have to pull out from the store I was in locally, at least for a time, you know, I was like, I'm not even going to be here. I don't know what life is going to be. Um, but I was able to continue my shop because it was already an online base, um, just shipping from Mississippi now instead of Salt Lake. Uh, but that, that was so wonderful. And during the COVID times is when I started seeing reels and I was like, well, I just think this is fun and I want to try it. I I started it on my personal page because I was like, I don't want to screw up my business, (laughs) which Uh is the funniest thing to me now, because I'm like, oh, that's only been the most beneficial thing for my business ever. But yeah, I started doing those to amplify these online sales. And now that has become nearly the full focus of my business. And that's so exciting. I, I think it's so cool because it's that it's man, you can manage your passion that way. You know, it's like, I'm going to go junking anyway, which is, I know is just one part of your business, or I'm going to go in this thrift store anyway. And I, I can relate because I've done the same thing. I have had bought and sold some clothes, but more things. And yeah. it was so rewarding. And I did it. Mm, be, I always had a space yeah. and not so much online, although, you know, maybe someday, but it was so, (laughs) it's so rewarding and fun to live with it for a while and then pass it on and know it's going to a great, somebody who really appreciates it and is so excited about that thing. And I know there's a lot of people listening that have multi kind of streams to their business. They might be selling things in their store or, or print on demand or vintage or whatever that thing might be. But this, I just love that hopefully this is getting, giving people permission to just try the thing that's going to get you in front of people or try several things. 
you know? Totally. Totally. Yeah. I, I truly do laugh at myself at thinking that, I, oh, I don't want to like mess up the image of my business by doing these reels, which in turn, just let people know more about the person behind the business. So whereas as far as small business goes, that's why you're there. That's why yes. you shop is for those individuals. And of course the products, but that's why you pick them instead of Amazon or somewhere else that maybe it would even be easier to get, but it's because you care about the people behind it. Right. I, another, you're full of good points today, Abby, <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. You know, when we have our favorite little stores in town, would we go in there if we didn't like the way we, the conversation we could have with the owner, the fact that they know us, they know what your coffee order is or whatever. And right. then when we're not, even if it's, it's nowhere near our town, you know, something about that person, you know, that they're, you, they are trying really hard or they attempted yes. this new thing or, or they believe in sustainability like you do or whatever that thing is. And, and you want to support them. Right. Right. Especially when there's that common either interest or like this person feels so similarly to what I do, or they even just like what I do or something, or they make me feel more like me. If I, yeah. oh, if I'm one. part of that, you know, like, yeah. I feel like that's really what draws us all together. Yeah, I agree. I really do. It's that thing where it's like, oh, I might not even be doing that right now, but it speaks to me in such a way that if I can, if I can support her or even watch her or whatever, it's, it touches something in me that I'm passionate about as well. Yes. You know? uh, yes. It's those things that Instagram could probably hire you. They <laughs> be like, here's my vision for what you need people to know. It would be much yes. simpler than the way you're doing it. <laughs> so circling back to sustainability, because you didn't just, I want to know when you started to kind of play with, hey, I'm selling vintage, but maybe it would be good to have something that I can have time after time. Yes. Oh, I literally can pinpoint it to an exact actual vintage item that I sold that like really set this off in my brain. So cool. So Margot is alluding to, we have, we have a sustainable line, um, which is currently at the end of this month, like just on pause for a bit. There's, there's quite a bit going on in my personal life. And I'm like, okay, we got to take a pause on that, but it has been such a, a like creative passion project. And it's been so exciting, but I, back a couple of years ago, in fact, it was it 2019. So I started in April of 2018 and one year later, I sold this incredible, thank goodness it went to my friend because I like, am still jealous that I don't have it, but <laughs> um, I was pregnant at the time in 2018 and I sold this gorgeous 1960s silk peach pantsuit. It was oh, literally, wow. it was a matching top and bottoms and it was perfect. I couldn't even try it on because I was pregnant. You know, it did not fit. And thank goodness my friend bought it. And she's, she just, oh my word, it was made for her. She looks fantastic uh -huh. in it, but I could not get over how many people were like, oh my gosh, I'm so bummed. There was only one of these, you know? And uh -huh. I'm like, and me too. And, and other people who of course were like, really sucks that that's a size two, and, you know? And I was like, I freaking know. I'm yeah. so sorry. Like, I wish <laughs> I could just make it in everyone's size and I wish I could make it. So there were more than one. And then it kind of started rolling in my brain that I was like, I mean, I, I could, like, I don't have any sewing background. So I was like, I don't know how in the world I would do that. So I started this journey that took over a year and a half of finding, of like sifting through, finding local, like, we had people in my neighborhood who I knew would sew sleeves on a dress for you or take it in for you or whatever, you know, these, these 
moms that I had gone to because my mom didn't sew. So I was like, maybe they can help me with this. And then maybe (laughs) she can help me. And I was driving these long hours to find people. And I finally found a wonderful, wonderful woman who was in my similar kind of boat. She was a stay-at-home mom, but she needed herself to be able to be expressed, not just through her motherhood, but through her creative abilities. And so she helped me like start, take it off the ground. Her name's Caitlin. And she just like, she blew my mind because we were such a force together Mm. and we just started making our own stuff. And then we were, I mean, we're, we're definitely imperfect. We've only been a couple of years, but we're like, we want to make it so that it fits other people's bodies. And we want to make it so that people, everybody could buy this dress if they want to, but we still wanted to give that, like, I don't know, something powerful about vintage or for many of us who like vintage is that you get to stand out because you're unique. You know, right, you, you don't right. look like you just went to the op shops and bought the same thing as everybody. And like, so we, we kept that when we would go for these salvaged fabrics. Cause we mm. were like, everybody can have this dress. You don't have to panic, but you're not going to have the same dress as everyone else. You still mm. get to be like, this is the unique you. And it was handmade, which is just a whole other level, but yes. that's what started all of that. Oh my gosh. So how, I, I love that you found Caitlin and, and the whole concept behind that, it just, it makes perfect sense. Somebody loves something and we've all been there where it's like, dang, there was just one of those. And, and then you find a way and maybe it's not the whole outfit, but it's part of it. Like, I know you do those fun collars and you've had some beautiful dresses and these great poet shirts and things, but, and, and you said, um, salvage fabric. So Tell, tell me a little bit about how that all came together and what, what the basis of that is. Totally. So, so I, I had started getting, once I started my business, like a year in, I started learning way more about sustainability. Cause I had just been in it for the fun and the fashion. And I was like, I love this so much. But then once you're in a niche, it's kind of like, I don't know, you start to, take in all of this information that not everyone who's not involved in that niche would know about, you know, it's not just something you find out while you're walking down the street. So I started digging and I'd find these things and talk with other people who were vintage store owners. And I've learned so much about sustainability and just the fashion industry in our world and how much mm. pollution it can cause and, and overconsumption. And there's so many levels to it, but I, I was going, okay, well, now I'm kind of torn because I have this dream. I want to be able to create this and I love fashion, but I also am going to feel a little bit dirty on a level, even though I can't just change everything myself. But I was right. like, I'm going to feel a little dirty if I'm just adding to that. And yeah. so, so it really, it stunt, stunted me for a while until we like decided, what about if we just use stuff that already exists because I'm not adding to it. I'm just like repurposing it. Mm -hmm. And I I ended up finding these wonderful women, mostly through Etsy and other online places who, I love that it was all women, by the way, that's just been so much fun this whole time, but um, (laughs) me too. Yes. But who are in these port cities, because here I was in the middle of the desert, you know, there is no port around me. And so people in San Francisco, especially would Mm. have these huge uh, dead stock warehouses that they could go to. And so it would be all of this stuff that designers were no longer using. It was ready to be taken to landfills unless someone else wanted it. And these women would go and buy these big things and then just sell them 
And so I would, I would support their business by taking it for mine and, and feel good go about it. Exactly. And, th- and it also speaks right into what you were saying about there's only a limited number of these available. So you still are going to be unique because yes. we got this many yards of fabric. We're making this many pieces out of it and then right. that'll be done. Exactly. Which for me, that's always been my, the whole reason behind all of my love for this and shopping for this is that I love to get to not look like everybody else. Like that's just been a fun thing. You know, we all love that creative outlet in fashion. So I wanted to supply that as well. For sure. That's, that's definitely one of my things. It's like, yeah, no, can't, can't, we we're. I think so many of us express our creativity that way. You know, I'm, you're going to know probably that I'm not an accountant by looking at what I have on. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yes. Or if you, th- if you find out you are, you're going to be like, what does, what else does she do? Because yeah, she exactly. is interesting. You know? Yeah. That's yes. an accountant I want to work with. Exactly. That is my kind of accountant. <laughs> oh, I know. And I love that you found ways to use even your offcuts, like the project with your sister recently yes. with the, the bunting, the baby or the, you know, decorative with letters on yes, it and stuff. Her letter banners. Cool. Oh, letter. she is such a genius. She, it's been fun to see both of us like blossom these creative businesses from, uh, being pregnant and going into these motherhood yeah. roles. It's kind of been yeah. like, okay, well, I'm having a huge life transition. Mm-hmm. What am I, what do I want to do? What do I right. want to do with it? You know, how do I want to express myself while I'm also embracing this huge new role? And she has been, she's, she's been taken off. It's been so exciting. And it's been such a relief because we really have had most of our storage has been these random scraps because I was like, well, now I can't just get rid of them. Like, what am I supposed to, I got to do something or else I'm going to feel bad. Like I'm still contributing. And it's been have to learn to be a quilter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes. I was like, I don't know enough, but it's been great. And you could maybe even sell, I mean, I know I'm sure you've thought of all the things, but just very cool packets of these yes. offcuts too people who want scraps or, or collage or make things or whatever. I thought about offering even just like patches, you know, Mm, like for, mm -hmm. I'm like, how fun for all of the random, Mm -hmm. like on your jeans, if you have cool patches, but some of the fabric is not right for that. You know, I thought of definitely lots of ideas, but there are a couple of very cool clothing companies that do sell their off cuts and people make little scrunchies out of them. People, and, and there's a hashtag kind of what people do with it. And there's little stuffed animals or quilts or it's a thing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love it. And I, I love that you said the motherhood part too, because I think it, nobody can prepare you for what that is no. good, bad, whatever, but, yeah. or, but in the fact that there's a, there's a, a living, breathing creature person that you created, which is mind blowing enough. And, but where do you go in that? Where, where, what happens to you, who you are, who, what your passions are, what you're fascinated by. And it feels like you've hit a really good balance where you're, you definitely are a good mom. You spend time doing that, but you found things to do for yourself that keep you, you know, passionate about that. Let's let's be real. Yes, honestly, that it was, it was such a saving grace. And I think that's why it's taken me, my daughter's now three and a half. It's taken me this full four years. I I ended up finding out I was pregnant with her the exact same month I launched Peach Vintage, which is so funny. Um, But yeah, I think that's why it's taken me this long to even kind of allow myself a, 
a stopping point or just a pause, you know, because now I'm like, okay, it's no longer my survival to, to have this business, which it was for a very long time. It's, I struggled mm. with some severe postpartum depression mm. and it was very helpful for me to have this. And it still is, but I've realized like, okay, I can also now have a pause and mm. kind of go about it in a different way. Now that this, the, the social presence side has come because I'm finding so much joy and fun in that. And it's giving me a lot more opportunity to be a different mom now. And it's great. I think that's so great. How fortuitous that you started both at the same time, because it might've been harder to start in the depths of like, Oh, what do I do with all this? You know? Yes. But yes. to have, have the business and want to keep that going. It's yeah. just good timing. It was, it was. Hey everybody. I just want to pop in with a reminder that it is September. It is almost time for the September windowsill workshop. It is on Saturday the 17th. If you want to join us live as usual, you can get the recording and it is with the lovely Lori Siebert, who many of you know, and if you don't, you should, she is teaching a really super fun course called the artful junk bird. And you will come away from this class with this wonderful put together sewn bird with things you find around the house that you, there's a there's a great easy list of things to pull together for this class but this is a great gift or it's something for yourself and i'm sure it will inspire more work so join us with Lori siebert this saturday it is september 17th join us live or get the recording online and while you're there at tantastudio.com checking out windowsill workshops look at all the other recordings that are available i have heard people tell me that now they paint and they wouldn't have if it weren't for these courses. So it could change your life. Check out Windowsill Workshops on Tantau Studio. See you there. I would think the online community, finding people who are passionate about similar things, has that directed your business in ways that you didn't expect? Definitely. Yeah, it definitely has. I think, I think it, um, sometimes it applies it, well, no, it constantly applies a lot of pressure, but mm -hmm. sometimes in a positive way, sometimes in a way where it's kind of like a fire under my butt that I'm like, girl, you better really be working on sustainability in your own life, which I'm constantly doing, but I definitely don't try to try to show this like political perfection point of sustainability because I am also your average everyday person. And I live an average everyday life. And I just, I think what I try to drive forth is like, do your best, do what you can do to help. Because if everyone could do what they could do, it would help so much. Mm. But it also like, it helps me not be lazy in it, you know, where I'm like a little bit nervous. I'm like, you never know who could be watching <laughs> and you That's never know, true. especially in the cancel culture thing. I'm like, sometimes it's yeah. too much pressure where I'm going, I, I am not trying to be perfect and I'm not right. trying to claim to be perfect, but at the same time, it is like, you know what? I owe this to my community, even though I don't, but it, it's like my friends, you know, it's going, yeah. I, I don't want to let my friends down and I, and in turn, let myself down. And that helps a lot. Yeah. I, I would think though, too, that brings a little pressure that yes. being <laughs> so, so watched. So like, I mean, just me saying like, oh my gosh, I haven't watched Abby's reels today. Like you have that times thousands and, and I'm sure it's not all, and you, it's not all positive feedback when you're in front no. of that many people. So kind of knowing how to work around that and step into it and be yourself and know who you can call when it, you might be frustrated or 
you know, yes. that's, that's a big part of it too. It definitely is. I, I, that has been the biggest learning curve over the last year. I think one, one year ago, like this week, I was in the middle of our cross country move. So we were, we were just arriving in Mississippi and that was when we had 15,000 followers and, um, just the, it started hitting me around 10,000 that I was like, not all these people are here to be kind. You know, Mm, not all of these mm. people are here because we're friends. Many of them are, but not all of them are. And it's so over the last year, it's a, it's been a learning curve for sure to be like, to have this equal balance of, I am not, I don't need to be perfect. I don't need to listen to everybody's criticism. Um, but also, also reminding me how many people truly are there because we're friends, because Mm -hmm. it's, it's a like community and that they can be helpful. You know, it's been, it's been a big learning curve, but thank goodness for therapy too. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. And I think it's remarkable how, I don't know, the, the veil of the internet leaves, there's like no filter there for people. They're just like, why'd you get your haircut? You know, you, Abby right. totally changed her whole look, which I was just like, go anybody who's owning themselves at any point of time. I'm here for that. I'm totally here for that. And, and you know, and then I'm like, maybe I should get my haircut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all do that. Right. Or watch a good movie. And suddenly I'm like, I need to change my entire life because of this movie. Exactly. But <laughs> the opinions that people have for any little thing, like, why'd you buy that thing? Or why'd you yes. say it that way? Or why'd you cut your hair? Or, and just having, I don't know. I don't know if there is the perfect set of just do this and you'll feel better. It, but you're right. right. Therapy, good friends, remembering yes. that, that you have way more people supporting you than not. Yes. And something I heard from a friend of mine who also just kind of her social presence blew up in the, around the same time as mine. And she was so helpful for me because she was, she was a few months ahead to where I kept being like, oh my gosh, okay, what do I do now? You know? And she was great, but she just reminded me, you take criticism from the people who you would want to be like, Mm. and like the constructive criticism is is for, yeah, for people who will up-level you, people who you Mm -hmm. want to be, I don't know, patterning your life and your verbiage and everything after where if these people don't know you, if this person is brand new, just saw one of your videos and is really rude, that has nothing to do with you. That, that is all about them. And it's, it's not always that easy to take, but when I hear that I have done something incorrectly or poorly and I can tell, like, I, I know this person I'm going, I want to change, you know, right. I want to change that. I, I did not mean for it to be this way, but when it's somebody coming from hate and somebody yeah. who does not know me as a person, it's easier to roll it off my shoulders and be like, they don't, they don't know who I am. They don't know what I feel in my heart. That's pretty magical advice. I mean, take criticism from somebody you would want to that, that you would want to be like, that, that you care about. And that's saying it that way. You know, I think so often, so many people listening are trying to find their niche or their way to like get in front of the right people with their art or what they're selling or whatever that is. And looking for advice on how to do that all over the place. I have a creative coach or uh, this person, you know, I can go to her for an hour and she's going to review more my portfolio. So is that person that you're 
working with somebody that you admire or somebody you just found? Or is that right? I, I find so often too, I thinking particularly of creative reviews where we have, I have always done product development. So where we'd, we would had produced this entire line and very mindfully what's going together, what's selling, what, what do our customers want? You know, one person would be like, why is this green with a bump on it? And at that time, one gal that I work with would always take that thing and be like, we have to change it. We have to change that green. Right. And we'd be like, mm, that was one person. And let's remember that we, we so mindfully entered into these decisions. Yes. You know, so so maybe that person's not going to sell the green thing with the bump on it, but everybody else right. might, you know? It, and yes. It's just remember who you're talking to. Yes. You know? uh, and honestly, who you are. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And who you're trying, who you're trying to be, because yeah. I, I don't know. Do you ever, have you ever read any of Jen Sincero's books? Yes. I just love her. She just so is wonderful. And that's something that she always talks about too, is, is don't take advice from someone yeah. in this area of life that you would not want to have theirs, you know, yes. like if, if it's money, if it's relationship, like if you don't want theirs, why are you taking their advice? Yeah. That's where they're coming from. And I think it's just so easy to do that when it's right in front of you. Yes. And, and there's, and it's loud that mm -hmm. advice or, mm -hmm. or it's just standing out from the crowd because maybe it's negative negative. and right. yeah, find tools to deal with that because I think that's keeps people from, from speaking up and being themselves. It's like, what if, Definitely. well, don't worry about it and, and come back and listen to this episode and go back. We, we've got it. your back. Margo <laughs> and Abby will have your back. Okay. That's right. <laughs> but you know, I think so many people do struggle with being vulnerable and how to balance another one of the things that I think you do really well. So this is kind of a multi-level question, but, um, you, you talk about many different things. Well, vintage and sustainability and, you know, just kind of what's happening and a story you're telling. Um, you, I think a lot of people are like, but I have this business and I, I have a farm and I'm an artist and how do I combine all these things? And to me, it's just like, well, what are you doing right now? What are you doing today? Talk about that. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that that's been a, I think that was one of the scariest things for me because I, as a creative person or a business person, you're constantly hearing about find your niche, which mm -hmm. is true. That's, that's like how people will find that they have things in common with you, but it doesn't have to mean you can only talk about that thing because you're a multifaceted human being like that. Yeah. Once people get to you because of the one commonality in your niche or something like that, or that one interest, then they want to know about the person behind it. Then they want to know all about you. And I think that I, I don't even know if I have a good answer because I think I'm still constantly figuring that out day by day, but that's a perfect um, answer. Okay, good. <laughs> that's, I mean, really, that's how it unfolds. Right? Yeah. Because you might even have a whole plan of I want to make all these clothes. And then all of a sudden, there's some life and family thing that gets in your way. You're like, you know what? I said I was going to do this. And now I'm doing that. And it's my yeah. life. I, I better pay attention to what I need to do. Yes. Because that's, that's the only thing that's going to sustain all of it. Yes, exactly. You give other people permission to do the same. Yes, I think that's exactly what it is, is that th that's the only way to be truly authentic is be exactly who you are in that moment. And that does not always mean this hard hitting business advisor. Sometimes it means that you're playing outside. Sometimes it means like you you had something horrible happen. And but 
that gives other people permission to be authentically themselves too. And then it creates this safe space around you because they're like, at least I know this person will get it, you know? Yeah. That goes back to that one reel that wasn't even very long where you were in the car. Like I, sometimes I screw up and I'm just going to be me. And, and that those I feel are the things that speak to people, the realness, even more than anything else, you know, and it makes people want to see what else you're doing. Cause it, totally. it, it just like, oh, wow, she's real. And I, I think, I don't know, for me personally, I always feel like I need to know exactly what I'm going to say. And so mm-hmm. I, that stops me from saying anything at all. Oh, I get that too. Oh man. The amount of times that I'm like, yeah, that, that I'll put my camera in front and be like, this is what I'm going to talk about. And then I'll realize I just went on for like 20 minutes and I'm like, okay, get rid of it all. No, I can't do that. I don't, I, yeah. It's better when it can be off, off the handle. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm, I want to swing back to reels for a sec because yeah, you, so there's this, there's the showing up and just chatting and saying how you feel right then. But then sometimes you have a whole theatrical production planned, like, which I love so much. Like how, how do you, what's your kind of creative process behind them for, for people who are like, how do I do it my way kind of thing? What's your yeah. creative process? So I, I will say that it, it kind of, it started through, um, this is, this sounds so random, but it started through music. I, I would just hear songs on the radio. Like when I very first started doing reels, I would hear songs on the radio and ever since I was a kid, I know I'm not unique in this. I know plenty of people do this too, because everyone always jokes about sitting in the back seat and you're looking out the window, planning your own music video to whatever song yes. you're listening to. <laughs> and I'm like, I still do that all the time. I just have all these music videos constantly running through my head. And, I love that. <laughs> and sometimes I just think about different ways that the lyrics could be used that is definitely not how they're meant to be or not how they are in the song, but I'm like, well, they are literally saying this. And yeah. so I started thinking of it in a funny way where I was like, oh my gosh, I could apply that. And it would just, I bet it could make somebody else giggle because it's just like, wait, that's not what this song was about, but that's actually what they're saying. And that's kind of funny. <laughs> and so I started thinking about that. And then of course, tying it into my business. And I mean, now it feels like that was so long ago. I can't even give a, a great example of it, but oh yes, I can. Um, there's a Oh shoot. I'm, I'm blanking on their name, but that ain't no mountain high enough. So oh, yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. There's, Oh, it's actually the love will keep us together song. Anyway, you know who I'm talking about. Yes. I was just thinking about that with a vintage blouse. Actually, I think it was literally this blouse that I'm wearing, which is oh really my funny, gosh. but <laughs> yeah, because I was going literally though, you feel these love songs about items that you find, you know? And I was going, I need to just make a reel like that because I know other people feel that. And then it was I was, I'm so in love with this thing. I will, it will never part from yes. me. I will never same white. I have a, we both have on light yes. white colored shirts. I, if my house was burning down, I would, this shirt would have to come with me. I don't know yes. if anything else would, but this shirt would. <laughs> we all have something like that. You know, everybody so gets that. And, and you just feel this like drawn connection. So I was going, why don't we just emphasize the whole love song thing, but about this random item of clothing, because ev- at least everybody has that about one random thing. And it started from there of me just being like, wait, my Was little, that the like- captain and Tennille? Yes. Thank you. Oh been. my gosh. That was going to drive me crazy. <laughs> that was going to drive me nuts. Yes. It is it exactly that. Yes. I had that album. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I love, I, oh, I love that song. And I love that. Whole don't album. make me burst into song. <laughs> <laughs> We just turned this into a music video ourselves, but I think that it started that way. And then I would hear sounds and it's kind of, 
I have these little bursts of real creativity where I'll just be like, I just want to be playful. I want to be fun. I want to just feel like I'm 17 or or nine dancing with my sisters yeah. down in the basement, making up yeah. our own play to whatever random song was on our boom box. And I'm like, it, it takes me back into that mindset. And then Love it that. gets so much easier once you start, you know, yeah. once you just start doing it, I have tons of drafts that never get shared because yeah. they don't fully make the cut, I guess. But once you just start going, stuff picks up and your brain starts going, oh, I can relate this to my to my stuff. This, this can tie to me. I love that. You really must be a listener because you're one of the rare people that has so much original. I mean, it's not necessarily your original content, like music or words, but right. it's, nobody else is using it. It's like, where'd you find that? <laughs> and, and that's super refreshing too. It's, it's, it's not that same song that everybody else is using. And, and still, I always save songs when I hear a good song on a reel. Um, yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, certainly I'm not going to come up with songs that nobody else is using, but I, I think it's just like you said, using them in a different way. Yes. I, I think that there's nothing more boring and this is going to sound harsh, but it's, that's how I feel. I feel like there's nothing more boring than seeing the exact same take on the same audio done by somebody else, because you're just going through and you're like, yeah, everybody said that already. Like, yeah. I just want to be entertained. That's the whole reason we're here. I want to be entertained. And it's like, no, I want to know what else this could apply to. And so when you see someone do it in a way that you, that wouldn't have even crossed your mind, it's so fun. And it just, it's like magnetizing. I love that so much. You know, we haven't even said, and I'm so glad you did this when you did, but Abby's the kind of person where you're like, why don't you have a course? And she does. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have one and it's on reels. And it's like the, my passion project. I literally wrote the course during our cross country move last summer. And it was, it was my husband who was like, why don't you, why don't you teach it? And I was like, I don't know how I just do them. And he's like, you do though. Cause some people don't think th I think that's something that we all have to grasp is some people don't think like you. And that's, that's your magic. You know, some people don't think like you and that's what is your selling point. So if you got, if you show people that, then they'll be like, I, I hadn't thought of it like that. And that reels course is my pride and joy. It's so much fun. So tell people kind of a little bit about it and how they can find that reels course, because I bought it immediately right away. It's like, Oh my God, Abby has a reels course. <laughs> yes, and I love, did. this is the other, and another thing because courses are a big deal. Right. And mm -hmm. so everybody had, not everybody, a lot of people have courses. A lot of people are thinking about courses. Here's another thing I love about your course. You did it and you put it out there and, and you, I don't feel like you overthought it for too long. I just feel like it's so refreshing because it's just like, Hey, I'm going to share with you what I know, take it or leave it, do it your way. It's a, it's very generous in that way. And, and I, I just like, I sent you a big hug across the, you know, whether <laughs> yes. not, not you not knowing it, but I was like, go girl, you just did it. And Thank so you. I encourage anybody who gets this to look at it in that way and not only learn about reels, but be like, oh, there's probably something I could put out too. And I, yes. so that's a double, double bonus. Absolutely. Well, and, and I think that you're right in the, I didn't think about it too long because I knew if I did, I wouldn't do it. You know, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's, it's going, no, this is a good idea. Push send before you change your mind because imposter syndrome is insane. And yeah, I, 
that it's one of my most favorite things. You can find it um, easily if you if you go to my Instagram at the Peach Vintage, you'll be able to see it. I the our bio links right to it, but um, it's also on our website. There's a specific button in the bio that you can just click exactly to the reels course, but it's yeah, on it my is. website. Yeah, and it's I think my favorite thing about it. I I have done some courses before from people that I once again, want to take their advice. You know, I'm like, yeah, I like exactly. this. I would want to be like you. I, I love this. And I want to know how you, how you think. But my favorite thing is when it's at my own pace on my own schedule and it doesn't expire. You know, I'm like the last thing we all need in this busy life is like, you have a very limited amount of time. And so that's, that's it. And I feel like that's also this like lack mindset, which I just hate in general, that yes. I'm like, no, I want you to always feel like it is here. It's also affordable. I don't want yes. it to be, it's made for small business people. You know, I don't want it to be like, it, it is an investment into yourself, but it's a, it's a less expensive investment. It's something to be like, come on, invest that in yourself and you can do yeah. it and it's going to help you so much. So that's, that's what I, I was striving for. I, I, and I think you, you hit the nail on the head. I think that's so good. Courses in general, I'm, I'm riffing for a second here, but yeah. I think I've been working on, I have, I get so many of the same questions over and over again from people that I'm passionate about the answer to, like, how do I get in front of the right people and how, you know, which we've been talking about for an hour. Right. So there's, there's a lot of answers to that. And I only have so many hours in the day and I can't do as much one-on-one -on -one, um, work with people as I wish I could. So, right. so the answer to that is, th is, well, you could have a podcast or you yeah. could, you know, and other things are a course, you know, here's right. how I did those reels or here's, here's my, you know, advice on how you get in front of the right people. But I am working on several modules and different courses. And I've had the advice of put it all together and sell it as one big giant course that would cost a chunk of money. Right. But I would rather have it be like, oh, I just need this bite of information. It's really going to help me. And I feel like I can relate to you. So if I, if it comes from you, so I've, I, I'm doing that too slowly, mm -hmm. but, um, I love that you approached it that way. Cause it's, you know, I, I think you inspire every day with the way you show up. And so if other people can, if you can help other people, I think you do it both ways by inspiring them by showing up. And then you have a way to say, here's, here's what I've learned. Well, thank you. And that's definitely the goal. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, keep it, keep going. So do you have, um, you said things are topsy turvy sometimes and, but do you have like a plan for what you want to keep doing? What's next, what you're excited about? Yeah. I mean, I do. It's been such a funny, like it's literally been over the last week and a half that all of these changes that there, there has just been so many different changes in my personal life and thankfully mostly positive, <laughs> not all, but mostly yeah. positive. And it's, I think I just realized for a while, like I mentioned earlier that this, the business that I have had for these last four years was such a good like escape in a way that mm. I, I, it was just such a support for me. It was so yeah. fun and it was great to lean on and be like, Oh, I know I will get to do this. And I loved it. And then over the last little while, I think I've been expecting way too much of myself on top of mm -hmm. all the other parts of my life. Mm -hmm. And I was going, you know what, if it's no longer serving me right now in the two areas that are the reason I started it, yep. then, then it's, it's time to 
stop. And that doesn't have to mean that I, I'm, it's a definitive thing. I'm never doing it again, but it was just like, right now, this is not where I can dedicate anything because I'm no longer feeling this passion that's at least above my mental health needs, <laughs> yes. you know? And so yeah. I've been like, you know, what? I'm just taking a step back, but never, like, I never knew the, uh, the community and the platform side of it would be so fun or would be this big, you know, I didn't yeah. know it would get to be like this. And so I'm kind of going, you know what, right now, the direction that I can take a step into is I still love doing all this part and this is what's fulfilling. And it's, I can manage it a little bit easier, not constantly doing all of the behind the scenes business stuff. Yeah. Cause I can yeah. do, I've been, I feel like I've been doing like seven different jobs and then now I'm like minimizing it to being like, this is a full-time job and I yeah. don't have to do seven of them. How about I work on this one for right now? Cause this is what's enjoyable. That's so, it's such a good thing. And I'm so glad you said that because I feel like I've talked about this with a few people lately where you're, you're on the train, right? So mm -hmm. you're like, well, I have to do that. People are expecting it. And I, and this is, this is going well. So right. I want to keep doing that because it's affording this other thing over here. And I've been doing it for three years anyway. So why would I stop? And then all of a sudden, all those things are mean, are taking more are taking away potentially, yes. or they're masking what might be really going on. And if you can allow anybody listening, you, we're talking to you, if you can yes. allow yourself to pay attention to what that seed is, like you might've taken all these classes to be a children's book illustrator, or you might have a card line you've had for 10 years that, but it has to be that way. But guess what? No, it doesn't. Yeah. The only constant thing is you living and breathing and being there for yourself in the way you want to be. So you get to change that. Yes. And, and it's scary. It, it is really scary, but it is literally the most fulfilling thing I've ever done because it, it has been a long time coming for me to just, I feel like my body has been telling me for a while and I've been going, no, I don't think I can do that because I've been afraid sort of even with your this. voice. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. Like I, I truly think too, that because it was such a shelter for me with dealing with my postpartum depression, yeah. it's been as though I, I felt like if I take this away, I'm going to feel all that again. Uh -huh. And it's been so refreshing to be like, I'm no longer that person. I, uh, I'm not going to feel that. Like, look, Abby, you're safe. If you take this away, you're still you and everything is still here. You're okay. Mm -hmm. You just, this is no longer serving you because this served the old Abby. Mm -hmm. And now I'm so different that I was going, I think I was actually holding on to that as the last thing to let go of mm -hmm. that I didn't ever see as a negative. And it's, it hasn't yeah. been a negative, but it was just like, it's just older. So yeah. now you, all these other changes have come and you're ready for them, but you just got to accept them and be like, I'm, I don't know what this means, but it, it doesn't mean I'm not safe. Oh gosh. Oh, thanks for saying that. I, <laughs> no, I think we can look back like I, so my kiddo's 14 and who junior high, you know, thank <sighs> goodness that's over. Yes. And, uh, but high school yeah, and, and, and he's, he's in that time where it's like, what do I do about these friends that, that I'm not seeing eye to eye to anymore? So what I, what I'm getting to is we look, we have certain things that are like, this is life. This is how it's going to be. And then you get past it and you're like, huh, maybe not. Maybe yes. there's more things coming that, that, that just evolve or you yes. have a certain business. I, I had just 
my favorite business, um, a wholesale, I was a wholesale rep. So I, I would have sold your wonderful, right. sustainable clothes. And, yeah. and I just loved it. And I was supporting other people and at some, I could not imagine it going away. And then it did. And other fantastic things fill its place. Like sometimes you can't grow without giving up something, but look, to your point, it's sometimes we filled that time to cover up something else or to just to care for something else in a different yes. way. And, and sometimes when you allow yourself the space, oh, the magic happens. Yes. Yes. And it's, yeah, it's just allowing, allowing yourself to see that that's not the only way to live. It doesn't have to be, you, you can still do it other ways. And, yeah. and how fun once you can realize that. Cause then you're like, but I can do anything I want. Okay. Then I'm, I guess I'm going to, and it's so great. I have to say when you cut your hair a couple of weeks ago, I thought <laughs> what else is coming? <laughs> yes. yes. Especially as women. Like we just know, I, I honestly, I was like, the thing for me was me going, you know what? I am a completely new person through a whole bunch of shiz I've been dealing with and but no one else knows and yeah. not, I mean, it's been too personal that I was like, I don't need, I don't feel like I need to share that with everybody, but yeah. it's been, I was like, there is some outward expression that's needed. And mm -hmm. apparently my hair was the great way to do it. And <laughs> it was awesome. I've never done this before. And it's been fun to be like, Oh, look, I'm still me. I just am me that looks different. And feels different and how fun that I, I am still loved. I am still like safe. I'm fun. And I love my life yeah. and that's okay. It's your motivating yourself and you yes. making decisions for yourself. And we always have to. And so often we're in situations, relationships, jobs, work piles, whatever that make us feel like we can't make that decision for ourselves, but mm -hmm the best ones are the ones that we feel deeply and we act on because of that. Yes. Yes. This is why I love these conversations so much because I just feel like each one of us is just such a gem with so many facets and yes. we all have our own story to tell. And that's why anybody out there thinking, Oh, I can't do that because she's doing it so well. Just do it your way. Yes. Tell your story. We're here for you. I love it so much. Me too. Me too. And we all have our own completely different experiences that we need to hear from other people with their experiences. We want to hear how your brain works because of how your life has been. And oh my gosh, yes. because that's what helps us realize how our brain has been working and how our life has been. I love that so much. Oh, I'm so glad I know you. <laughs> Me too. This is so fun. <laughs> I want to know who's inspiring you. I always wrap up with that. So is yes. there any, who's inspiring you today? doesn't have to be who was inspiring you yesterday. Oh, that's, that's really good. Um, mm -mm -mm. I you feel did like send me a few. So if you want reminders of who you sent me a few months ago, you can, please, can. honestly, please. Yes. Because I'm going to crack up. I bet they're the same people because probably I, uh, I go in phases for sure. <laughs> Jen Sincero, who you just mentioned, yes, who's a fantastic author. And all these will be in the show notes. So I'll link to her books too. Glennon, lovely Glennon. Oh, Glennon is, is just so wonderful. Glennon she, Doyle. Yeah. Yes. She has helped me so much just to, just with all of those beautiful therapeutic reminders that you get to be in charge of your life. Both of those women, that's exactly what I have gained from both of them is that it, 
it doesn't matter what anybody else does. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. You get to pick what you want to do and it's up to you to just do it. I agree. And she, she can, Glennon Doyle can mix both the, just the innocent life living with the realness. I I'm sure you she had a video the other day where uh, her wife, Abby was asking her like, how do you, and she's like, I don't know if I've ever been happy. I don't yes! know. I don't like anything. I don't like yes. anyone. And she, in that moment, she was so feeling that. And so many people I've talked to more than one person that said, I watched that over and over again, because it was like, but wait, you're happy Glennon or you're honest right. Glennon. And it just was like, no, you get to be exactly who you are. Yes. And, and that's a gift. It, it really is. And what another example of like, you gotta, you gotta be exactly you. She's not worried about tarnishing her reputation by being like, no, I hate everything today. I'm yeah. so angry today. She, what she's doing is drawing more people to go, oh my word, I'm glad I'm not alone in this because that, yeah, that's real. And, and sometimes you'll learn on social media that when you share those things, there are some people who don't, they don't oh, like they don't that version that. of you. No, yeah, they, they, they just like the version of you that they've got in their head. And when you are no longer that person, they don't like that. But those are also, it's refreshing because those are not the people you want around you. You know what? I really think those moments of real honesty are, they call the the herd, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like the people that are, are going to be haters on that, they're not your people. No. It's, you know, just let somebody else read it or don't read it or whatever, however yeah. you need to. But the people that are like, oh my gosh, you spoke to my heart head and soul are like, okay, that's, I was just saying it for me. Cause I had to, and I've, I share here, but you know, it, it, yes. it is, it is, it's interesting. So it's it brave. Really it's really brave. Yes. <laughs> it is. And so thank goodness for brave women like Glennon. I love her. Yeah. Sometimes I let her do it for me. Because yeah, I'm, not I sure. know. <laughs> I'm like, she, I choose her to be the speaker for my group. Okay. Can she be, she's the leader. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> okay. She said, I don't have to. <laughs> Oh, anybody else that we don't want to miss? Um, well, honestly, this is just a, this is, I mean, I don't want to say just, but this is a fashion, a fashion inspiration because we mentioned her up at the top of this episode, but it's Michelle Lee, mm. um, on Instagram. I'm just trying to pull up her. It's, it's, hi, it's Michelle something Lee. like, hi, Michelle. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She is just such a, such a fun inspiration for me. I, I also have a dear friend that's another hash uh sorry fashion inspiration for me and her name is hannah i'll i'll send you over okay her yeah, app I'll put so it that in people the... can see it in the show notes oh, no. but yeah. she she they're just such wonderful examples of dressing exactly like you want to and mm-hmm. wearing things that i'm going look how freaking cool she is like if i was out walking i wouldn't go what is she wearing i would go who is that who are because you she's yeah. cool yeah and i'm and it helps me when i wear something that i'm going what in the world am I wearing? You know, I, here I am in Southern Mississippi. Everybody's going to be like, what in the world are you doing here at Walmart dressed like that? And then I show up and I'm like, well, I'm just being me. And then either that or nobody I want cares. her to be my friend. Yeah, exactly. Either no one cares or they're like, we have something in common because I want to yes. dress like that. Or, you know, I don't know. It's fun. So yeah, Abby is very much a fashion inspiration. Let's we, I don't think I've even said this, but your Instagram, yes, there's the reels, but her outfits are so good the other day. And you took a picture down and you had those. And usually there's a carousel. So you can see the whole thing. Thank you very much. But it was these 
plaidish pants. There was orange stripes and green, and they're just so good. High-waisted, cute little tank top. So good. And then you had the orange key sticking out of your pocket. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that's it. That's oh. it. My fashion icon right there. Oh my gosh. Thank <laughs> you. It's so fun. How many, like whenever you notice those little artistic yeah. like balances, I was like, I didn't even know how this random key, it's a house key. My maiden name is Smiley. So we have smiley faces on everything. And I'm like, wow, my smiley key is like <laughs> perfect with this outfit. Little did I know. So fun. I, I do love, love clothing and I love representing myself that way. Well, thank you for bringing your honest, just unabashed, wonderful, beautiful self to this today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Margo. Oh my word. You also made me so much more comfortable on here. I was so nervous. So this has been such a blast. I, it really does feel like we're just having coffee and I like it. That's how it works. Oh, I'm so glad. And we probably will have to have you on again because we'll need an update and you know, how things are going, what we should be doing now with reels. Yes. Okay. Definitely. I will, I will be happy to come back. That would be so fun. So where can people find you? Yes, honestly, the tried and true best place to find me and find me every freaking day is on Instagram at at the peach vintage. Um, everything is spelled just like it sounds. Yeah, that's that's the greatest place, especially right now. Perfect. Thank you, my dear. Yes, Appreciate thanks, it. Margo. Before you go, I just want to say a quick thanks for tuning in. I hope you found something useful to take away and something to make you think. For those of you listening in on Spotify, and I know there are many, you now have the cool option to show your love for Windowsill Chats quickly and easily. From the show page in the Spotify app, you can simply tap to rate it one to five stars. And of course, I'll really appreciate it too if you leave a review wherever you might be listening. See you next week, lovelies, and I hope it's a creative one.